Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Episode four of Hugs and Hugs. Boy, you're in for a treat, folks. We talk about uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, we we have an update on my mother. Good. Last episode, we discussed she had to go in for a biopsy with cancer. And mm-hmm. We're going to get into that. Yeah, we get into that. We, we talk about uh, religion, oddly enough. We ended up talking about religion. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, you were like Catholic for years. You, I, I'm agnostic, didn't even know it. We may or may not have said a prayer. Who knows? In the middle of this episode. Yeah. Very good. Uh, we, we went on a trip to Palm Springs. We talked about that a bit. We touch on the 90s kind of like stuff for a minute. It's all over the place. We're all over the place. It was fun. I feel good. It's a good episode. So uh, let's start it right now. Hugs and hugs. Episode four. Yeah. It was delicious. Oh, she's a dream. This sparkling watermelon water is blowing my mind. You wouldn't think mm. that watermelon is going to be good because mm-hmm. it's just like watermelon shouldn't be a liquid. But then, <laughs> but then it's watermelon really... <laughs> is mainly liquid, under... hence it being called watermelon. I it am... is the liquidiest <laughs> of the fruits. I, you're so right. I understand. <laughs> I, that was the worst thing to use as an argument oh for my, my case. God. But uh, you just don't think it's going to be good. You're like watermelon. I don't want that flavor in my sparkling water. Anyway, it's refreshing. I love it. I love it. Mm. One yeah. more sip here. It's so good. I'm such a huge sparkling water fan. I love it. You're turning me on to it. How are you, Hugs? I I feel like I'm I have very little personality. Well, good thing we're recording a <laughs> podcast today then. I mean, I'll be fine, but like I just feel Are you looking at your notes already? Well, you're, you're already out of things to say. I think <laughs> I'm we're all, 45 I'm all, seconds in. I have nothing to say. Oh my god. I well, have nothing to say. Well, I have a giant pimple on my forehead. Oh. She's a beaut. Oh, it's not that bad. You want to name her? No. (laughs) Okay. No. So I have a giant pimple, and I have to be on, not really on camera, whatever. But I just, does the hat cover it okay? You're not going to wear a hat in class. I'm wearing a hat in class. You are? Today I am. In front of the camera? I have a giant pimple on my head. Huggies, everyone has a pimple. There's many shows where the, like I said, ridiculousness. Rob Deerdeck, he wears a hat every single episode. So does Sterling. I the just feel like you got to tip it up then. Who's on your hat? That's Mike Tyson. Oh, it doesn't look like him. It's, do you remember the video game Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? <laughs> no. Okay, you're a girl. Uh, <laughs> it, it was like the best game for Nintendo, or one of them. And this is the, so this is the animated Mike Tyson. It was on Nintendo Classic Old School Nintendo? Yeah. I, see, when I think of Nintendo, I think that there are only two games. There was Mario Brothers, and there was Duck Hunt. And Zelda, and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know that at all. Oh, my God. I went home recently to look for my... I didn't go home to look for my old Nintendo, but I went home, and while I was home, I was like, I need to find this Nintendo. Did you find it? No. Oh. It's devastating. I found the guns, though, for Duck Hunt. <laughs> so you just have the guns? <laughs> so I just have the guns. You have Duck Hunt guns and nothing else. <laughs> That's all I have. Those are still fun toy guns, though. That's a nice little click-click. I want a Nintendo. Like That was the only kind of like video game situation that I really leaned into. Well, you know what they're coming out with now? They're re-coming out with... Super Nintendo. You didn't do Super Nintendo? I never did the Super Nintendo. Oh, it's good. Oh, that's the one with the rounded handles. No, that's still... But you know what I mean? That was Nintendo 64, I think. Oh. So this was like a transitional phase. This was the 16-bit version, so it was like the Mario was a little more poppin'. Oh. Um, Yeah, I don't... I'm not It was like around when I was in middle school. I want the old block with the... With the square handle, where it doesn't work, and you have to go. <laughs> you have to blow in the thing, and you have to take the thing on. You have to blow in the in the that disc thing. God, everyone knew that. Everyone, that was the trick. That was the trick. God, that's so that was our number one issue when we were like eight years old. Was <laughs> and it was a big deal. God, that's so, this is so nineties. I remember watching. Or no, like I would play Nintendo for like hours, and I would listen to specific memory of listening to garbage the pink that pink album didn't know you were gonna go with garbage i know little i'm only happy when it rains yeah it's a great jam lasting while i'm like playing while i'm like fucking see that's more i think you were playing super nintendo garbage was in the super nintendo era (laughs) yeah but i could have i could have still been committed to the old nintendo as the new things were coming i remember when the new things were coming out and i was like it was too overwhelming well you know it's funny now the old things are coming out they're not coming out with new things because people love the old things so much. That's why there's a brand new Super Nintendo coming out. 
by brand new, I mean, I don't know. It's just like an upgraded version. Of the old one. Uh, yeah, of the old one. Everyone's nostalgic for. Did you ever play Atari? Yes, I bought one at a garage sale. <laughs> My mom used to always recently. No, no, oh. no. Years ago, my my mom would go garage sailing to get good bargains on furniture and stuff. Oh, I love this. Yeah, and uh, so she would drag me along, and I would buy things like Ataris, and I would I would buy baseball cards. Yeah, and I would buy albums. Even when I was a little kid, I loved records, so I have tons of records at my parents' house. My mom's trying to get me to get rid of them. I'm like, no way. No way. You have this whole garage you don't do anything with. You could just keep my records over yeah, there. Yeah, you know what it, it, it's so, What sucks is that like we're, I feel like we're conditioned to be like, we have to clean, we have to get rid of things and hoarding is bad. <laughs> this is the time where I confess <laughs> that I'm a hoarder <laughs> and I'm advocating for it. No, I'm actually, I'm not a You're hoarder. the opposite. Your house is immaculate. Like it's, I'm so impressed with how tidy you are. I'm, yeah, it's kind of, it's borderline like OCD. So you're nothing like a hoarder. No, no, no. But I'm, you still like having things. I like having things and I'm very, very clean. But like I like I can't I, I feel like the like I can't carry on in my day. I can't move to step B if I if I'm not clean. Mm-hmm. If things aren't clean. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I love that. Well, that's why I love doing the podcast here. And you have a nice lavender scent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is that thing that you use to get the lavender okay, scent? Okay, so I'm obsessed with these. It's um an air infuser. It's like a mm. Yeah, you a little water. You do some a little of the essential oil. I got the lavender infuser. I have my sparkling watermelon. I mean, it's a, you feel like a day at the spa. It's a dream. It's, it's a, a day dream. at the spa. It's a dream. Wait, I have to. What was I saying though about oh the hoarding thing? Yeah, the only reason I feel <laughs> <laughs> this better be good. So. <laughs> 12 second pause okay did you sort your thoughts what do you got <laughs> and I, I didn't even do a good job of covering the pause I just like stared You're like at my about mouth the open. hoarding thing <laughs> um it sucks that we don't keep things because I so many times I'm like I'll look back at old photos or like I'll think of like the Nintendo and be like fuck why did we get rid of that you know I and I hear the same complaint from my parents when they're like the 70s style's coming back in. I should have just kept all my clothes from the... <laughs> my parents are not from New York or Jewish by any means. Mine are, though, so they would so say that, something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, and they're well, like... they're not Jewish, but they're from New York. Right, yeah. but it's just like, you know, just like, it's the same style, just making its way back. Anyway, uh... If they would have just kept everything their entire life, if we can, then they just wouldn't have, have to re-go buy the '70s clothes that are back in. Style. Yeah, and, and in those moments where you're like, I don't want this shit anymore, you know, <laughs> it's like because <laughs> it's like you get over something and you're like, this is crap, yeah. and then you throw it away, whatever. Oh, I just did a purge. Just purged the closet, sent it to the old Goodwill on we uh, have- Kawanga or whatever it is. Isn't there a Goodwill over, over in Hollywood? Okay. It's a real dumperoo, but I sent That's it all That's nice there. of you, Hogs. Well, I mean, I don't think any of it's going to even make it to the racks. I go there with my bags of stuff, and I had some pretty cool clothes. I just didn't need it anymore. I needed closet space. And they're like, yeah, just throw it over there. I so. throw things away. I That's what my roommate said, and I'm like, nope. And then once I went to the Goodwill, I'm like, I guess I could have just thrown it away, because I don't think any of this is going anywhere. Well, you anywhere. don't know that. You're a better human than I am. No. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how is this going to go? Anyway. I think we all should have a storage unit where we put all of our things when we don't want them okay. anymore so we can refer back to it 10 years later and say, I'm so glad I didn't throw this away. That's a good idea. Okay. You know it would just be a mess, though. It would be a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. Everyone wants to go through the garage at some point. Essentially, my, my parents' garage has become a mini storage unit for my brother and my stuff. So my brother, oh, so my mom's always like, you got to get rid of these records. And I'm like, I'm not getting rid of these records until Greg gets rid of his McDonald's toys. Because he has boxes and boxes and boxes of McDonald's toys. So like I said, I used to go to the garage sales, right? And I would buy I records and so Atari. I have so many questions. I would buy Atari games. My brother, when he, because he would come to the garage sales too, he would buy old McDonald's toys. So he has this insane collection of like every Happy Meal toy ever. He was actively collecting them? Actively collecting. Do you remember the Fraggle Rock Happy Meal toys? Yeah. Yeah, they're worth like $45 Down each now. Down at Fraggle Rock? Yeah, exactly. Down at Fraggle Rock? Up, up, Fraggle, up. Ro- <laughs> yeah, no. Fraggle Rock is, is something people don't really talk about. I know. Like Underrated. Labyrinth is like, we talk about Labyrinth. We talk about like Pr- a Princess Bride. Like these are like the hipster cool things from the mm-hmm. 90s. What Fraggle the fuck Rock. about Fraggle Rock? Is this just going to be an entire nostalgia podcast? <laughs> I have no idea what we're in for. How about slap bracelets? Am I right? <laughs> no, let's not do that. Okay. We could go on Facebook well, for that. Let's shift then. Let's okay. shift. I have 
amazing news. I'm so excited. Really good news. It's amazing. So last podcast, we were talking about my mom and how she was going in for a biopsy because she like pretty much 96% had cancer in her lung. Five different doctors looked at her PET scan and said, this is cancer. In fact, they were already ahead of themselves. Before the biopsy, she was scheduled to see the cancer doctor next week because they, they were doing the biopsy more just to see what stage the cancer yeah. is in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm at work on Friday, and I'm just glued to the phone. So when your parent or someone is getting a biopsy result, I had never had that happen. That is nerve-wracking. Yeah. And I'm just so nervous. And so I call my dad. I'm like, what's happening? He's like, Bri, we're at the doctor's office. Your mother's calm. We're good. I'll call you as soon as, as we're done. I'm like, all right, all right. And I told the people I work with, I'm like, yeah, we're getting the results. And everyone's giving me hugs. And it was, you know, it was very sweet. Yeah. Did you go to worst case scenario at all in your head? I feel like I tend to go there. I did. Well, yeah, I did. Okay. My mom did too. Yeah. I was talking to my mom. She's like, what kind of wig am I going to buy? Like, oh God. real stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. she uh-huh. was getting ready for chemo. Like, mm-hmm. the whole fucking night. And I get a phone call. We're actually, we're shooting an episode of Redick, and my phone goes off, and I just kind of ran out real quick, and I pick up the phone, and my mom is in tears. Now, mind you, my mom has thought that she's had cancer for about the past three weeks now. Hasn't been upset once. She's in tears. So immediately, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. And she goes, Brian. I'm like, what? She's like... They told me I don't have cancer. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? She's like, the doctor couldn't even look at me. The doctor said in the past four years of him getting PET scans like this, this is the first time something looked this way and was not cancer. Wow. So the do- she said the doctor was almost kind of embarrassed. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Yeah. I think you should play it out. Worst case scenario. It's yeah. way better that it's not cancer than to go into it being like, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. And then it's and then- stage three or something. <laughs> totally. Oh, oh my god! So my mom's in tears. I have chills. My dad was like in tears, and I was. So I'm jumping around, and I was so happy. But now I feel weird though because I was telling. I mean, we were all telling everyone that yeah, mom probably has cancer, but she didn't. So it's amazing news. But I don't. Just the whole thing's been crazy. It's crazy. That's a. Ama- I mean, that is. I'm so happy. I honestly am. So, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it took my this, breath away. This is amazing. Reliving this now is good too. Yeah, I also I, I like got I, the goose. I have the gooseies. Oh, some gooseies. My too. gooseies are much By more. The, we also have great tans. We have good we tans. Back from Palm Springs. Okay, we'll talk we'll about that okay. later. Tease. A little tease there. A little teasers. But um, so as of now, my mom doesn't have cancer, but I guess I don't know. There's still like a one percent chance she she has a growth. So I guess what it was was this like she. I guess they they said she had pneumonia because remember I told yeah. you she went to. Get the CAT scan originally because she had a bad cough. Right. So it was like pneumonia buildup in her lung. So in three weeks, she goes back in to get another CAT scan to make sure everything's okay. But I'm still worried. I'm like, well, you got to get rid of this thing. She's like, the doctors say it'll probably dissipate and just. So then, so then the one what it, the doctor said one percent chance. Well, what, I don't know. I guess that? there's always a chance of something. Whenever you have a growth, I think there's always a chance of. Cancer finds its way into gross and moles and all those things. Is that how, like, how I did, think, what I don't know. Is, what is cancer? I don't, it's gross. Well, I mean, it's terrible, but like, what is it? Like, what's happening? It's just. What's happening? Things going wrong. I don't know. That's right? That's a great question. What the fuck is happening? I did cancer research for like two weeks and I can't tell you what it is. It's just, it's just gross to take over your body. and Like, how does it begin? And the fact that some of it is like onset and some of it is genetic and it just happens. Like, it's, I. And it takes over, like it's the, the human body's nuts. The human body is so nuts. So my mama <gasps> is going in in three weeks and knock on wood. Yeah, there you go. Nice little sound effect. Um, <laughs> uh, knock on wood, everything is okay. But as of now, my mom cancer free doesn't have cancer. Now, if you listen to the last episode, though, when I thought that my mom did have cancer, I did tell. A family member to go fuck themselves because oh. I didn't like the way that they reacted. Yeah, well, how do you feel now? I don't, I still agree. Yeah. Don't and, you think? I mean, oh, 100%. Well, in he, the moment, I right. wasn't trying to spread, I was just dealing with what the doctor told me. Yes. This news is fucking fantastic news and shouldn't make you feel any different about any, how no. you handled anything. 
because you were it was true in the moment yes and I think it's also good because I have to say that like Huggies you were a little bit like when you got this news you were a little bit like oh, I feel bad because I mean we talked about on the show and like you know and I just thought that I kind of liked the way it played out, you know, like. Well, yeah. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right, obviously. But like, I kind of feel like, you know, if anything, if anything, it's, you know, maybe it's that little bit of hope that like is kind of a miracle that like. They were saying this is they're like, I don't know what angels you're praying to. And I'm like, well, we're all. Agnostic, but yeah, no, we, we're, <laughs> we're spiritual. All, we're, we're spiritual people. I mean, we're we all atheists, but <laughs> no. But I believe in good energy and putting What's out agnostic? positive. Uh, agnostic is. Are you agnostic? I consider myself agnostic. I don't know what agnostic. You don't know what agnostic is. So atheist. I also think you're saying it wrong. Agnostic. I think it's A- agnostic. Whatever. Agnostic. Okay. <laughs> I am agnostic because I believe that I don't know. So atheists believe there is no God. Oh, agnostic means we just don't agnostic know? Agnostic is like, maybe there is a God. You're maybe o- there isn't a you're God. You're open to something. I don't but- know. It's a pretty crazy universe, isn't it? I'm not going to begin to guess that one is right and one is wrong. That I'm is- just living in a world of mystery, and I'm sucking it in and trying to make the best conclusions based on the scientific evidence I get on a daily that basis. That is seriously what agnostic That's, is? I it's mean, basically... Yeah. Can I? Do you mind if I look it, look it up? up? Look it up. It's, it's seriously the, is somebody who... You don't follow You're like, I don't have a religion, but I don't know. Maybe there's something. I mean, I believe this universe is insane and incredible. So I think something made it, but I I have no idea. And I'm not going to like guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm agnostic and I just didn't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm definitely not. I'm down with the atheism too. I like the idea. Well, I'm not an atheist. Okay. So you've been agnostic this whole time? I've been agnostic this whole time and I had no idea. (laughs) I didn't know that it had a word. I had no idea it had a word. Look it up. Do you have a definition? Yeah. Yeah. Agnostic. A person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence of nature of God or of anything beyond material phenomenon. Phenomena? Phenomena. You sound like the Muppet song. (laughs) Phenomena. Phenomena? Oh, I can't. Okay, a person, I would not get a call I back. don't know if I, would, I am that. What you just read, I don't think I'm that. I would There's not get called fun. back. I would not get called back. They'd be, they're like, next. Okay, uh, a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. Great. Yeah, that's what I'm at. I've been fucking agnostic this entire time. <laughs> You've I been had, agnostic for 25 years and you had no idea. No clue. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Hugs. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Welcome aboard. <laughs> it's fun. Thank I love you. it. Yeah. And I've always stood uh, by the belief that there needs to be an agnostic church where we all just kind of get in a room and we just think. Don't you feel like that's like yoga? Maybe. Or just like, yeah, any sort of like yoga or meditation. I feel like these are the people that are mm. like into like they're open. Good they're, call. I mean, look, I don't know. I just I just found out I'm agnostic. Now, mind you, I'm not opposed to religion fully. I think organized religion can be used to manipulate the whole thing that it's tax-free. I think there's a lot of loopholes, and I think a lot of it is super shady. Oh, But yep. I have seen people who've gone through some tough times, whether it be through addictions or whatever, mm-hmm. and they needed a little Jesus. Sure. They just needed a little Jesus. Yeah. They found, And I'm like, yeah, Jesus is not my... By the way, though, Jesus is my favorite part of the Bible. I think he's the chillest dude in that book. Whatever, that's another story. <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. I went to Christian school. So, but I've seen, Christ- we have so much to talk about. But I've seen people. Yeah. Uh, I grew up Catholic and I made my confirmation. We have a lot of religion to talk about. I've seen okay. people go through hard times and they grasped onto the Bible and stuff. Sure. And it made positive impacts in their life. Yeah. And what am, who am I to say? Yeah. Now, there was a time where I'd be like, no, 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 that's bullshit. That's all. That's a bunch of lies and stuff. But it's like, well, it's not even worth arguing. If your life's better because of John 3, 16, then right on. Then go go, go get him. Go get him, Tiger. 100%. I think it's when you're in your, like, 20s and you're kind of, like, you're discovering things about yourself and you're, like, like you're identifying with things that, like, you have to make, like, these points known. So it's like, I'm against organized religion. Then you're so strong about these thoughts. Oh, I was that way. And I still am to, like, organize. Right. I feel the same way. I am into anything that will have a positive impact on your life. I am not into people being like, no, you can't be gay because this book says you can't. Like, I'm not into that. 100%. We're this, yeah, we're, we're on the same page. And so I was super against... Christianity for a bit because I went to 
Christian school. Like school school? I went to Jupiter Christian school from kindergarten to sixth grade. You did? I've only gone to two. From, Wait, are your parents religious? No, no my parents are not religious, but when Is I was it- like five, they were under the impression that me going to a Christian school would be more beneficial not because it's Christian, because it's private. So they thought me going to a private school would be more beneficial to my education than a if I went school. into a public school. Now, I went kindergarten. I had Mrs. Hall. So they paid for this. They paid for it. How much is a cr- I is don't that- know. And my family is, you know, they're middle class. Middle class, middle, right. Maybe. I not mean, what- even upper. They're middle. Very middle. I'm just so curious. Like, how much is like a grade school private education I don't know. Well, I mean, it varies. I mean, there's certain schools in, in I'm only aware of the ones in the Palm Beach County region yeah. in Florida. But I mean, one, schools like Benjamin yeah. are super expensive. That's nuts. So I went there. Um, now, my first grade teacher was Miss Willoughby. She was a dream. The sweetest old lady. She taught me arithmetic. She taught me good <laughs> from bad. We had snack time, nap time. She was the best. <laughs> what if it came out right now that she... Never mind. Don't, no, no. Don't was, go there. No, no, no. Do not touch okay. the legacy of Miss Willoughby. She was a dream. Okay. So, I'm having a real hard time. Now, as I went through that school, though, in third grade, I had a teacher named Mrs. Hess. So this is this is where it gets a little edgy. So. Oh, God. I'm in third grade uh, class, and Mrs. Hess is teaching us about the Bible and the Lord. And uh, during her teaching, she goes, all right, kids. Mind you, we're third graders. She goes. Let's say you're in church and a man with a gun walks in and he says, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, stand up right now and I'm going to shoot you. She goes, would you stand up for Jesus? Oh my God. Not kidding. Third graders. I have a similar story. This this is crazy. My mom hears about this. She ends up causing a whole commotion. We're in the principal's office. I think she almost tried to report it to the news. But ever since that happened, then things she just She tried to report it to oh, the news? Oh, she wasn't happy? You can't brush past that detail. No, I think. I can't remember. I was in third grade. I, 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 I want to say the news I'm was interest, involved. I'm interested in the the goal of that. To get on know. the news? She well, wants to get on the nightly news? Well, that, that was the other thing. So I was at Christian school. She wanted a, a f- her 15 men? A, no, I think she was genuinely <laughs> like worried that yeah. a teacher would say that. Uh, so we went to Christian school. Me and my buddy, Sean Glancy, who I haven't seen in years and I miss him. I'd love to see him. Our parents were the only parents that didn't go to church. Yeah. Which was ended up being a big deal. We were kind of shamed. Everyone went to church. Most yeah. people went to Grace Emanuel Church. Our parents didn't go to church. Our parents like to drink mm-hmm. our parents listen to rock and roll music mm-hmm. so we were kind of like these yeah. like we were like the bad boys the and the whole time i was the only reason i was there is because my parents thought i was getting a better education meanwhile though when you go to these schools they're teaching you things like oh the earth has been around for eight thousand years they're teaching you things like oh uh, dinosaur fossils were put there by God to test your faith. Right, they're not teaching you the reason. Dinosaur fossils were put there to test your faith? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, and the whole time. That's wild. That's wild. So I'm in sixth grade, I'm like, why? Why? Well, that doesn't make sense. And I was always questioning. So then I had a peach, uh, teacher-parent conference, and my sixth grade history teacher goes to my mom, why do you make Brian different? And she goes, oh. What do you, why do I make Brian different? Why do you try to make Brian this? And it became this whole thing. Oh, my God. And so eventually my uh, vocal teacher, Mr. Mazingo. <laughs> <laughs> the names are yes. so good. Mr. Mazingo said, oh, your son can sing here. You sh- there's this new school called Palm Beach County School of the Arts. Oh. You should audition. Yeah. I end up going in at the end of sixth seventh grade. Seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. Sixth into seventh grade. Because at that time, it was all one school. It was yep. seventh to twelfth. This yep. is before Dreyfus. Yep. I go in. And I play a little piano etude. I get my clarinet and I go a little doot, doot, doot. And I also try it out on vocal. So I try it out in three different aspects. Mm-hmm. I made it for vocal and clarinet. And I ended up going in for clarinet because I had yet to hit puberty. And I, all my songs were soprano. And I was embarrassed. Yeah. It was more manly for me to play the clarinet yeah. than to actually sing with my prepubescent voice. <laughs> and then I go to School of the Arts. The first day I'm there, there's actually... Black people, like yeah. where I went to Jupiter Christian, there was not a single black person in our class. Right, there's gay people, 
uh, and people it's are playing like, trumpet in freedom. the hallway. It was, it was amazing. Freedom. It was, yeah, it was the most night and day thing. Yeah. And then I went to uh, school of the arts for the rest of my time. To this, I mean, that school literally every year is like number 38 on Time Magazine's best 100 high schools in America. Yeah. I, w- I was there from seventh grade on, too. It's amazing. Yeah. I loved it. That's so weird, though. That I, I had a very similar experience with what you talked about when she said, uh, stand up and would you let him shoot uh, Jesus, whatever, whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> no, no, Jesus. Oh, no, no, no. Would you stand up? <laughs> oh, no, we're not I'm... shooting Jesus. Oh. Jesus, the cross. That was years. That was about 20, oh, okay. 2,000 years ago. Yeah, I missed that. Um, okay, so but similar thing. So I, I, my parents are super liberal and like, um, and they weren't like real. They weren't religious. Both of them grew up going to Catholic school their whole lives. So mm-hmm. like, they would consider themselves Catholic, and so they brought my sister and I up uh, in the Catholic church but only for tradition. Right. Like, it was more for my grandmothers yes. than it was for them. Mm-hmm. And so like we were that family that really, we really only went to church on Christmas or Easter or Easter. Yep. And sometimes Easter we would skip, but like if, if grandma was in town, we'd def go. Right. Yeah. Def go. You know? <laughs> so like, so, so yeah, like they were open to us like being into it or not, but it was kind of an understanding that we're going to make our communion, our confirmation and whatever. So, I remember in CCD. What is CCD? So CCD is like Catholic studies. Okay. For like kids, every you go every Sunday, mm-hmm. and they like te- have there's lessons on like the Bible or whatever, and then you eventually like, I mean, you're in this thing your whole child, your whole life up until you're pretty much 18. So you get your communion in like second grade, and then you advance to a level of the learnings of the Christ or some fucking shit and that you... that you, <laughs> The Christ or some fucking shit. <laughs> that you make your confirmation when you're like 18. And so making your confirmation is kind of... I think it's the idea of saying, I understand the practice of this religion. Right. And I'm ready to commit. Something like this. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I could be way off. You weren't, pay, you weren't paying much attention. Oh, no. Christina Danello and I used to skip. You, you were just there for the free wine. <laughs> we were there for, I was there for the free wine. Um, so I went to CCD every year growing up until yeah. I was 18. It became more fun and ridiculous as I entered like middle school and high school because Christina Danello, me, and Cure Green would all, we were in this. You guys were all in the same we in Catholic. <laughs> so we became friends at School of the Arts in seventh grade, the three of us. And then we went to CCD together. So was it actually kind Sundays. of fun because your friends were there? So it was kind of fun, right? But like then we started getting into like we were little rebels, you know, little assholes. And so my, our parents would drop us off at the church. And for a while, the church was under construction. Mm-hmm. So it was in a Publix Plaza. <laughs> it was like in the shopping front center. Like what, uh, what part of town? In Boynton. Boynton okay. Beach. That's in Florida, by the way, if it, you've never been to Florida. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So like St. Thomas, I think, was the church. So our parents would drop us off. And so like Saturday nights, usually we would have sleepovers, either at my house, Christina's or, or Kira's, whatever. And then it was just, you know, wherever they were, that parent would drop us off at church, you yeah. know, CCD. So as we got older, we would start skipping, and because it was in, you was, would skip church. Well, because it was in, because it was in the public shopping plaza, because it was under construction. Our parents would drop us off, and then we'd be like, "Okay, bye," pretending we were going to hang out in front before the class started, and then we would like get stoned and like go play games in Publix. We would like hide things and have to find them, or like we would like go <laughs> like. Whatever. So yes, you Would went you get to- a free chocolate chip cookie at the bakery. <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. Yeah. So it was fun. I mean, there are many times where we would get stoned and go into CCD, and I remember being like my mind being blown and being like, I can't because you have the giggles, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't take it. I can't take that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we weren't the best. So my bad experience though, when I was a kid, I think I was like, I mean, very very young, like maybe ten or younger, mm-hmm. and. My CCD teacher said something like, who goes to church every Sunday? And all the kids raised their hand. Did you fake raise your hand? Just and I you didn't, didn't raise my hand because it's not true. We go to church on Christmas or when grandma's in town. Easter. Yeah, Easter. Easter, grandma, <laughs> grandma. Christmas. Yeah. Um, so you're getting some of that good old fashioned Catholic guilt. Oh, totally. Yeah. And so the, everyone raises their hand and I don't raise my hand. And she says, if you didn't raise your hand, you're going to hell. <laughs> Like verbatim, (laughs) not a joke, a verbatim. And me and my little body brain was like, what? What? (laughs) Like what? And I went home and I told my parents about it and they were, you know, very upset. I think that they spoke with them 
But then when it came time to make my communion, so when you make your communion, this is second grade, there's a whole ceremony and you walk in your little white dresses. It's so fucking cultish. It's so weird. Anyway, you walk in your little white dresses down the Wait, aisle. Are you comparing the Catholic Church to a cult? Yes. Oh, go figure. Yeah. Okay. All right. yeah. Moving right it's along. It's just these, these, these like ritual. It's very. No, I get it. I mean, that's the aspect of yeah. religion where I'm like, Ey. it's so, it's just, it's sketch. Yeah. So like, we walk down the aisle and like you get, you learn what like taking the, accepting the mm-hmm. communion means, whatever. And then you get your first communion from the priest and the, there's different ways to do it. So like the priest can put the bread, the communion. I like the priest to drop it in my mouth. Okay. So like right. baby bird style. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> right. that's so, how I like to take so it. So there's different ways, right? You can put it in your hand. You can have them put it in your mouth, whatever. I think we were told because it was our first time doing it. And this was the ceremony thing that he had to put it in our mouth. But, oh, that's the Catholic priest had to put I mean, it in your mouth. That sounds it's, good. It's very fitting. Oh, it's very boy. fitting. And then put we, it in your mouth. So then we fucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, he would he wouldn't be interested in me. He wouldn't yeah, be no, interested in me. You're not a boy. No, no. Um, but okay. So quickly. So, <laughs> so, so we're we're told that we have to accept it on our tongue. And I I watched this woman. Instead of putting her tongue out, she puts her hand out. The priest gives it to her. She puts it in her hand, and then she mm-hmm. walks away. Has yeah. a moment staring at the fucking what's it called the the Jesus on the wall on the on the crucifix cross. crucifix Jesus. the big one that people like pray to when they get okay. up to anything or whatever. She t- steps aside. She then takes it. Then so I, being a little girl, was trying like mimicking her. So I was like copying her. So I put my hand out. He put it in my hand, and he wanted me to put it in my mouth there. This is so sexual. <laughs> uh, and I'm not even trying. Uh, <laughs> Catholic church. And so I try, I went to walk away to do what the woman did. Oh, no, no. I saw a woman take it back to her pew and eat it at her pew. So I wanted to do that too. So I copied this woman. And as I'm walking back to my seat, back to the pew, the priest left everybody in line, chased me down the aisle, grabbed the communion from my hand and basically yelled at me and told me that I did it wrong. Wow. In front of everybody. I had done the same move. I had done the same move because at Jupiter Christian, we were a bunch of Protestants, Lutherans, Presbyterians. I don't even know what any of that means, but that's what we were. That (laughs) was our cult. We were Protestant, Presbyterian. And we were actually taught, no, the Catholics are doing it all wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not real Christian. I'm like, what the heck's going on? What's real? What's What's real? I had had no idea, but there were a couple times where I had a Catholic friend where I would go do that. Mm -hmm. I had never eaten eaten the or drank in the blood of Christ or eaten the <laughs> the cookie or whatever what is that thing it's called a, communion communion <laughs> so I did the same thing yeah I followed my buddy's lead yeah had he gone to the pew I'm going to the pew to I the- don't know what I'm doing here <laughs> right, totally and then I noticed also too because I never went to Catholic church y'all are always on your knees <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, so I mean so many anyways, no but like yeah because my 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 grandmother had a uh, Catholic funeral mm-hmm Oh, she was great. I used to play cards with her. She, I loved her. But I just remember, I just had to follow my aunt and uncle's lead the whole time because you're on your knees praying that you're up. There's a, it's the, a lot more ritualistic it's so, in the Catholic Church than I was used to. Totally. There's so there's all these songs. There's all the. I mean, it's like yeah, you're on your knees. You're up again. You're like there's with all this. And shit. there was and there was another Catholic uh, funeral I went to, and uh, I remember they they talk so much about God, and I'm like, well, what about? The fellow, what about the guy that passed away? Like, yeah, totally. I, I, mean, I know it's yes. God, but this is his day. Right, this is his Let's day. Let's talk about the man that just passed away what? and live his legacy. I know God, yes, God, but I mean, ugh. 100%. So cut to years later, right? I'm still doing the CCD every weekend with Christina and Kira. If we're skipping here and there, whatever. Now it's confirmation time. Confirmation, a big ceremony. It's tradition to like have a big party. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've made your confirmation, whatever. We got, I remember us buying confirmation dresses and it being like a big thing. So for the confirmation, they... Did you get high before it? No. Okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely got high at the party. Okay. <laughs> God, I was such a little dick. Um, <laughs> like such a little dick. So you had to write a letter to the priest or um, the pastor, not the pastor, the pope. Not the Pope. The Pope wasn't there that day. (laughs) The Pope was there. No. Anyway, the priest. Whatever. It's like the big guy. The big Catholic guy. Mm -hmm. 
That's the Pope, I think. <laughs> I don't think it was the Pope. The my... No, I don't think it was there. Was the Pope? I don't know the Catholic stuff the way you do. Was the Pope in my confirmation? I, I don't think so. There's another. There's somebody in the middle between priest and Pope. There's okay. got to be. There's got to be. Email us. A Email clergyman? us. Clergyman? I don't no, know. No, I don't know. No. Oh, gosh. Anyway, we're told to write letters to the priest. What confirmation means to you. That was our assignment. So come day, I write this letter that is just me being so honest. I'm like 17 or whatever. And I'm like, um... I don't really know what I believe and I just it seems like this really uh like scheduled organized thing and I, I don't think it's for me and like I'm just you know basically saying So like, you're literally the day this is the day you're becoming agnostic. Yes. The going day, back it all yes. comes around. So this is like the yes. moment of you realizing you're something that you don't even know you oh are until God. like 18 years later I had no idea tell- Sharing the story Was gonna be full, So full circle <laughs> So full circle so full- It's like an episode Of Curb it, Oh my god It wraps her up yeah. It's so serious Yeah so I'm I Basically I'm saying I'm I'm open to beliefs Of things yeah. I'm basically Reading the definition of, <laughs> agno- of agnostic And Anyway So that day of confirmation, everybody's there because it's a big deal. I have my parents there with family. I have Christina and her family are there. Kate and Ella's behind me. And she's like, Megan, Megan, you look so beautiful. Like, I'll, whatever. <laughs> it's this big thing. Big sweaty priest comes up mm-hmm. um, and he starts reading the letters, you know, to, or like some of them. He's like, I asked the, the children to write what they thought. Uh, their feelings about making their confirmation and what Catholicism means to them. or And a few of them stood out. I'm in the front row. He's right in front of me. He's big. He's overweight. And he's sweating. And he pulls out my letter. And I had told my parents about this. And my parents were like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Causing trouble again. So everybody who <laughs> I knew in my life that was there was like anxious and nervous that this letter might come out. Yeah. And so he pulls out the letter and he goes, now this one really stood to me. And he looked like right at me. I'm like right in the front row. He gave me like a talking to in front of everybody. And Christina Danello, her her mom's behind me going, Megan, that's your letter. Megan, that's your letter. That's your letter. That's your letter. And like, anyway, it was this whole big fucking thing that I I caused an uproar in the confirmation. Wow. So that was the day I became agnostic. (laughs) That's so crazy. It's amazing. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yes. Oh, that was fantastic. And I, I the, the thing is, too, like I said, getting older, like my favorite uncle and my favorite aunt, they're Catholic. Yeah. And it's like, I don't care. care. And if I'm there and I... He, and they He's like, we're a- going to church? Then, all right, I'll go Great. to church. You just got I got to follow your lead because totally. y'all are always on your knees and you're standing and you're singing. <laughs> and I don't know. I, do I grab? Do I go to the pew? Yeah. I just got to follow the lead. I feel the same and way. I'll, I'll go with it. I don't necessarily believe, but I don't care. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I love my aunt and uncle too much that it's not even worth, it's not worth arguing over. Totally. Where that- 15 years ago or 10 years ago, I would be like, nope, this is all bullshit. But yeah. now it's like not. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly even how I, I feel. Can, even though I do think it's all it's bullshit, a bullshit, but whatever. Like, but what, yeah, it literally is. Whatever you need to whatever make you works. happy, yeah, just fine. don't shove it down other people's throats. Have you been in a scenario where um, you're at like a dinner or something, and somebody's like, "Let's hold hands and pray," or yes. like, "And what do you do there?" Do I you- hold hands and I pray. <laughs> I'll start the prayer. I'll, 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 please allow me to take this. I could, I could give a great prayer. Do you want me to try right now? Should we pray? Here we go. Okay, my palms are sweaty. They are. <laughs> like the priest. Well, no, this is how I would do it. I used to do this do all we, the time. Because I was, I considered myself what? Christian for a long time. Every night when I went to Jupiter Christian Hugging, School. We're holding every, hands. You've got to do the prayer. All right, I'll do the prayer first. Okay. And then I'll tell you. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> Wait, what should I be thinking about? You just get in the zone. No, what does that mean? Should I think about we God? Gotta you. Oh, I got to take my hat off. Okay. You got to bow your head and close your eyes. Should I think about God? Yeah, think about God. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for having Megan with me here today so we could get on these microphones and do our podcast, Hugs and Hugs. <laughs> I'm very grateful for all the things that you've given me, and I'm just very happy that I could be here doing your will. Doing your it, will? Yes, Please, Lord, help those that aren't as lucky as me and Megan. And <laughs> thank you once again for everything. Do <laughs> <laughs> keep going. In Jesus' name, amen. There's my prayer. And I used to do those prayers. The reason I'm so good at it, when I was eight years old, 
I was so scared by Jupiter Christian, every night yeah. before I go to bed, I would spend five minutes and just make sure that the Lord was in my heart. Because they told me, the Lord if, was no, in yes, my heart? they told me, if I don't accept Jesus as my personal savior, then I'm going to hell. And hell seemed very scary to me. Sure. <laughs> so every night I just made sure that I accepted. I'm like, I go, dear, dear God, I'm pretty sure you're in my heart, but I just want to make sure because hell seems very fiery. It seems very scary. And I just want to be a good boy. Please just make sure you're in my heart. So I would literally say this prayer every single night before I went to bed, just because I was scared of going to hell because oh. you're taught to be scared. As I got older, you start reading some books and meeting some folks. And by sixth grade, I was kind of questioning everything. And then I went to school, the arts, and it was literally like That's the doors were knocked open. Because well, that school was so diverse. And well, and also that, isn't that like your own religion? It's like the arts is... The uh, arts is my religion, yeah. Right? I know that almost sounds like that cheesy. That sounds so cheesy. But, but it's you know, kind it's of great. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Well, it's one like focus to another. My religion is love. My religion is love. And that sounds cheesy too, but it is. Yeah, I, I've, I've the said universe, this. being nice, uh, caring, all that stuff. I feel like my God is like me as a little girl. This sounds so weird, but like me as my little self my innocent pure little self with like big eyes and dreams and like so you pray to two-year-old Megan yeah <laughs> I kind of because it's it's kind of like what would I I want to make that little girl proud I want to make that little girl I don't know like everything is for that which essentially is I guess like my soul I had no idea today that we were going to talk about the God. Catholic Church and God for 40 minutes but this this uh this actually felt kind of nice no it did feel nice I have body odor I couldn't see. I couldn't smell it. <clears throat> it's bad. Do we want to? We still have a little time here. Yeah, Do we want to talk going. about our trip to Palm Springs? You well, you went to Palm Springs. I didn't even think I was gonna go. I ended up calling my buddy Chris. I'm like, "What are you doing tonight?" He goes, "I think I'm going to Palm Springs." I'm like, "Oh my god!" All right, well, this is destiny. I gotta go. <laughs> we end up going late at night. There's this mirror installation in Palm Springs right now. It's literally a mirror house. So we had read an article. Actually, Chris read the article, my buddy, who's a photographer, that said, on this night, which was a new moon, do you know what a new moon is? No. It's the opposite of a full moon. There's no, no moon. moon. So, as a photographer of stars, like Chris is, oh. that is an ideal time to shoot the stars because You'll, the light yeah. pollution is at the most minimum it could be. You're in the middle of the desert. There's no moon. Yeah. The stars look incredible. Yeah. So he read an article that said, hey, you can go to this mirror house just one night on the new moon, and not only you get to see the stars, but you get the reflection of the stars yeah. on the mirror house oh, in the wow. middle of the night. Did you guys actually stop there first? So we stopped. That was the main purpose of the trip. And then I'm like, oh, well, our friends are having a party, too, afterwards, so we can go afterwards. So when we went back the next day, you had already been? Sort of. So we pull in, and we're like, oh, there's like no one here. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, we kind of start peeking out and then this like 18-year-old kid's like, hey, what are you doing? We're like, oh, we want to go see the house. Um, Chris is like, I'm a photographer. I'm going to take some pictures, the new moon, the reflections. It's going to be great. He goes, no, no, no. He's like, you guys are like the 15th people that have come today. I have no idea why you guys are coming. He's like, well, there was an article yeah. in some local LA publication it wasn't LA Weekly, but one of those types of things yeah. where it tells you all the things happening in and around the LA, Palm Springs, Southern California area. And I guess it was misinformation. So. Oh my God. That's we awful. We tried to finagle our way in there as much as we could. Because you have to get past that little gate. You got to get past the little gate. Gate was closed. Yeah. And he's like, literally no one's ever been here at night. This is completely closed at night. Chris ended up finding some information, so he's going to send some emails and try and get some exclusive photos, which would be awesome for him. Yeah. Before October, because that's what when do you the mean? installation so he's closes. Trying to, he's, trying he's trying to connect with the actual artist. Because of what happened to like go and take night photos. He's like, we came all the way from LA, yeah. and Chris is really good at like... Well, and that totally, that's a perfect... Talking to people. I think yeah. that's great. So it ended, it ended up working out. He might actually end up taking uh, night photos of this mirror house, which is one of a kind. After that, we're on our way... To your house it's uh, our buddy dom's birthday and the first thing i see is uh dom's boyfriend dan who is a dream who's in a speedo <laughs> where is he from because he's got that accent uh lithuania yeah 
He's like, welcome. Oh, <laughs> it's the first thing I see is Tanner Sweet. I'm like, oh, this is going to be it a hoot. so good. And uh, we, it was just the most classic Palm Springs it, weekend thing you can imagine. This like big, huge open space house, like this perfect pool with a jacuzzi and like, it was such a dream. Just a really. Oh, it was awesome. And and we so you're just literally when you do one of these Palm Springs things, you're in the pool the whole time because even at nighttime, the temperature is 98 degrees. It's crazy. I drove up with Sunny and Gordon and Sunny came kept saying it's gonna be so hot it's so hot and I was just like oh she's being dramatic mm-hmm. sunny <laughs> and uh we stop at Albertsons I get out of the car it hits you like oh, I that no, in the a desert sauna. heat is like yes and like if the, the, you have to have a swimming pool if you don't have a swimming pool in the desert it's I think impossible to hang out outside yeah no you because ha- exactly. the next day we do a little swim yeah it's 115 degrees yeah then we all as a group end up going to the mirror house yeah which is a crazy place to go to because it's literally an oven. Yeah. I, like, it's just mirrors reflecting... The sun. I, I enjoyed it, though. I did not. Oh, I got a great IG pic. Of I, us? No, 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 no. You're not in the one that I posted. This yeah, one, I noticed. This one's up to, uh, I think, 118 likes. Okay, calm down. Listen, Pretty strong. I, Pretty I strong was gonna, showing. I was going to post one of us because you sent me one of the two of us in the uh-huh. mirror house. No, you posted the one of you by yourself on the pool. Because you that. posted the one of you well, by yourself. No, this one was a better. It showed the house better. Whatever. I feel like I post more stuff. So wait, you were going to post a picture of the two of us, but because I post. Yes. The last thing I posted on Instagram was of you and me doing the, the podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, and okay. I said, oh, listen to the podcast, and you don't even still promote the podcast. You need to stop. So I don't even want to hear it. Oh, my God. I think out of my last 10 posts, <laughs> two of them are you and me. Okay. What's, what's the last thing I'm in on your Instagram? Okay, okay so maybe I, I misspoke. My whole story's you. All I get is messages from people. Man, your friend Megan, she seems like so much fun. Well, then you need to treat, so then yeah. then you need to treat me better. Yeah, there is a picture with oh Megan. My God. Okay, so now I have to see it. I have definitely posted pics of you. You Um, didn't post the picture of us in the mirror house because, oh boy. Well, also that's a good photo, except it doesn't have a lot of likes. This is, I hate the whole thing. Yeah, how many, what do you have? 56 likes? Oh, that's good because uh, I'm coming in at 182, that's two other, 120 likes. I know, I hate the like thing. Because it's like. (laughs) (laughs) like, I know they changed the algorithm, I think you're fine. (laughs) What? They changed the algorithm or something. That's well, why it's well, yeah, harder I, to get the I think it should go back to when the time somebody posted. Well, Chris, our buddy that's a photographer, so his Instagram actually affects his business. Right. Like he's a photographer. He needs to be like, yeah. Look. And he said like in the past month, his likes have gone way down because they like changed the algorithm. Is that because I don't, of the time no, no, thing? I, I like the way it is now. What, because whenever I open Instagram, the first things that pop up is all my friends stuff. It's the stuff that you're most active on. Look at this. I think. Or I, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it's a lot of funny memes. Howard Stern Show. Hood Clips. I love Hood Clips. Do you follow Hood Clips? No. It's the funniest one. Oh, wait, let me see. Uh, maybe I do. Hood Clips. Is no, the fun- I don't. That's the best one on all of Instagram. All right, I'm gonna, I got to follow. But oh, I it's think- like none of my friends. It's mainly just funny stuff. I know. I have a lot of funny oh, stuff, too. Oh, some boobs. I think it really should be It really should be by time. That's though. how it used to be. I but know. Listen, they're doing science with this stuff, and- Trust I mean, me, this is what you want. There are some people that have like thousands of followers. Like, like, well, yeah, like we have friends that no, are like, like kind of right famous. People are paying for followers. There's, there's like a secret ghost. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. I think that's fucking nuts. And also people that do that, it's like, I just realized, I was looking at somebody's profile the other day, and it's like he has 30K followers or something like this, and his posts are getting like, 50 likes. Yeah, well, that red flag. Yeah, red flag. But this town makes people, I would never do it, but this town makes people buy followers because a lot of times if you're up for a job, they'll look at your I social mean, media followers, which is yeah. stupid because that doesn't necessarily mean the person's I talented. Know. Nope. It means they just shelled out some dough. It's so nuts. But, oh my God. Some of our friends who have like legit followers, like 700,000 followers. Yeah. Have you ever seen, they'll like post something? Yeah. And, and, then, and then I just watch literally. Oh, you know, I know. like normally you get like yeah. someone pops up, you get a like, you're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 32 and <laughs> yeah. counting. Yeah. Like he posted something and it literally is almost like a like the stock market. Yeah. Like, I know. And then like within two minutes, I'm like, dude, it's been two minutes and you have 4,500 likes. I've noticed. I also, yeah. Maybe I should buy some followers. I know. Well, but that doesn't work though because none of them are nobody, actually real people. No, they're not like, real things. Yeah. I know. I sometimes I'm impressed. Like with Eric, for example, like if I send him like a direct message, 
and when he responds, like I'm, I'm always a little bit impressed because I think about like when he posts things, his phone has got to be blowing up. Yeah. Well, or unless they turn the notifications Same. off. He does normally turn the notifications off. I saw him one time though where he's like, just was like, look at this. It's so it's wild. wild. On that note. Yeah. I do remember the last time you posted something with me on Instagram. And do you want to know why I remember? Who is that girl? Oh, this is Tiana G. <laughs> Who's at, Tiana G? those boobs. Oh, she's one of those IG. She's like professional hot chick. I mean, she's obviously hot, but they're obviously fake tits. Oh, they're great, though. I mean, they're fine. I like her. Okay, what did Reed just say whoa to? Do you want to see what else? I'm going to follow GQ. Anyway, the last time you posted something with me yeah. on Instagram yes. was probably a few weeks ago. And do you want to know why I remember this? Huh? Because you posted it, okay? And I get a notification. Oh, God, I know what I you're get a notification. Say. It's us at, in, at the beach in Malibu. <sighs> and I get a notification. It says, uh, Megan posted a picture with you. You've been tagged in a picture. I'm like, oh, that's a great pic. <laughs> <laughs> 35 seconds later I get another notification I'm like it's the same picture 30 you kept going in the captions yeah and you kept adjusting the hashtags yeah I think I wrote it down you adjusted the hashtags <laughs> 15 to 20 times but you had no idea that every time you adjusted the hashtags I was getting alerts no idea so every literally yeah that whole night every minute <laughs> you would literally just like change it from like hashtag uh, beach fun to hashtag smiley emoji with sunglasses on. <laughs> this went on all night. You changed, you changed. That's the last time you had me in a picture because I was tagged in it and I just knew because your insecure ass kept changing your caption every fucking two seconds. It's less insecure and more wanting to improve. No, I know. No, I, I, I don't mean that you're insecure. I, no, I mean, I am very insecure. <laughs> but like, I could just see you like, oh, oh no, 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 this is the perfect yeah, well, because I, because I, and I was, And then I end up texting you. I'm like, the one you did the second time was the best joke. <laughs> and now you can't re-put it. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I do. That was the last time I was in a picture of I, you. I'm so, well, now I know that if I'm, if I'm tagging anybody in a pic, I have to commit to my caption right off the bat. Oh, you better commit. I had no idea. I was just like going on. I had no idea nobody, you guys were affected. And let me just give you a tip too. On a like comedy no, level. No, don't on a comedy I, level with you someone like you. You want me to keep them short. With, no, more times than not, your first joke or your first thought, because I know you put thoughts into your captions. You want to have something fun. You want to have something cute to say to go along with the great pick of you and Palm Springs. All right, just, just go with your gut. You don't got to change the hashtag 17 goddamn times. I feel like I've had so many boogers since Palm Springs. Okay, on that note. <laughs> I also, thank you for the advice. On that note. No, tons of boogers. Very dry. So it's dry. It's a mess up there. My, Yeah, it's like my skin. Oh, I'm peeling? I'm peeling everywhere. Am I peeling? I mean, a little. It's beginning. It's beginning. It starts slow, and then it becomes a mess. Uh, All right, we're going to go apply some lotion. I think I have gas. Should we say another prayer? <laughs> now okay we'll do it next time thank you for joining us maybe we pray at the beginning of every we'll start praying. Uh, now. yeah we're gonna start praying i'll pray to myself okay to my little girl you're gonna pray to two-year-old megan to my two-year-old girl me god and you'll <laughs> pray to the lord jesus christ <laughs> the lord jesus okay christ. in the name of two-year-old megan and the lord jesus christ <laughs> thank you once again for joining us on hugs and oh, oh. Nice.